Uh, studio is live. Hello, Town Council. Hi. Town Here Council. we go. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> Not much for your money today, Town Council. Not Council. really. <laughs> Fourth of July week coming up. Always the best holiday of the year. You don't have to buy anybody anything. You don't even get cards. That's true. You don't even get, no, nothing, nothing. You just eat. Yeah, that's that's okay. I got oh, the, man. Uh, the neighbors who uh, do the basically the free show. I just have to sit in my driveway. And, yeah. Uh, they're shooting off. There's two different neighbors across the way that shoot off fireworks. I can sit there and watch them. I've killed my show due to mosquitoes. Oh. The fireworks king. Hail the fireworks king. That and I've destroyed a couple of pontoon covers. Oh, where they get the little cigarette burn holes in them from all the shit that falls after you shoot one off. Uh, yep. I was told maybe you want to, maybe you don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do. I do want to do. I it. do. I do. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. All right, I'm going to pull this up here. <laughs> and we're in three, two. And at some point, you got to contact Patrick. I'll send him a text. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1107. Last day of June already, June 30th, Oof. 2023. 100 degrees on this day in 1931. And 47 degrees on this day in 1892. Got a big week of swimming coming up starting at this. Well, it's been swimming season now for a couple of weeks. I hope you've uh, contacted Aquaside. They've been keeping beaches free of weeds and crud for more than 60 years with a great line of lake and pond control products. They're made right there in White Bear Lake. They're safe. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They've been vetted with all the proper environmental authority, so they're safe for you and your family and the fish. Here's what you do. You get on there with your cell phone, you stare at the swimming hole, and you tell Aquaside what you're looking at. They'll help you identify your problem. Make sure you get the right products. You'll be great all summer long. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I have a ruling request right out of the chute, huh? Well, this is a fellow Jim in Hudson, Wisconsin, who uh, thinks he has a spin on the 48-hour rule. You don't say. Well, he said, I'm getting married again. Again, I think, is a key word (laughs) there. Third time's the charm, right? (laughs) Next fall, he's getting married. Oh. Do I have any sort of grace period after the wedding day to purchase, say, a new power tool more cylinders or perhaps another gun from DK Mags that I could claim and then say, oh, that, I had that before we were married. Thanks in advance. Uh, How dost thou rule? I have a problem with this. Uh, I have a problem with this. First of all, 
why would you wait to enact a grace period after you get married? Buy all that stuff now. Right. There you go. Yep. Just buy it all now, and you avoid the 50-50-90 rule, you avoid the 48-hour rule, and you avoid the three prices you pay rule. Mm-hmm. So get everything now. Problem solved. And then there is no ruling required. Uh, the uh, soon-to-be-the-new-missus has no ground to stand on following the wedding. She walked into what you already own. Bing, bang, boom, oh, I've just settled it. Everything you want, get now. And if she's the type that walked around the garage already to kind of take mental inventory or visual inventory, then you got to run. Well, if she's a GLer, uh, she knows about the three rules. So I would say, uh, I think I've solved it. Just get what you need now. Would you agree with me? Kenny's running a little tardy. He'll be here. Yep. John's here. Rook's here. Reavers is doing some secret government work. <laughs> would you agree with me that the uh, that the heat and the dryness have been sold to us with some sort of uh, climate change hysteria? 100%. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, in fact, we're now uh, reading, or we're to be, uh, we're to be terribly concerned that this July, I'm sorry, this June is the second driest in history. Let me see. Here it is: the second driest on record in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. All right, and today is the last day of June. This is a WCCO piece. The meteorologists on the local news channels have been. Uh, have been selling this uh, quite hard, uh, and so we're we're in the uh, second driest June in history, and this is offered as an example, however subliminally, mm-hmm. of uh, climate disaster. This is just disaster. How can they avoid? Now the story mentions it. The story mentions the ten the top 10 record driest Junes on record around these parts. But when you watch the nightly news, none of this is put in context. Right. No one ever says, well, you know, this has happened before and we need some rain. We'll probably get some rain. But seven of the top 10 driest Junes are on or before 1973. Seven <laughs> of the top 10. Are on or be 73 was 1.06, and then there's six others older than that. Okay. Well, what? there's no way to make any hay out of what's happening right now. Right. Number one on the record is 1988. That was a drought. 0.22 inches of rain in June. And then this year, 2023, 0.93 but third place is 1912 with 0.94. So the same summer, the same June for dryness happened in 1912. Go figure. Followed by, followed by 1903, 1.02 inches. 1973, 1.06. 2022, 1.13. 1894, 1.15. 1910- 1.19, 1950, 1.26, and 1970, 1.27. Now, people will say that doesn't mean anything. The hell it doesn't. It means a great deal to me. 
I've been alive for one, two, three, four, five. I've been alive for six of the top ten driest Junes on record. Uh, It has had no impact on my life. Now, it might have had an impact on a farmer's life. I'm sure, yes. What point am I trying to make? (laughs) That nature... I I lost sight of what point I'm trying to make. (laughs) That nature's going to do whatever it's going to do. It's completely random. Right. Very random, yeah. You, You had just as much of a chance to have a dry June in 1894... As you do today. Mm-hmm. So quit telling me nightly that, boy, are we dry. We're having the 90s. We're dry. It's all happened before. <laughs> uh, you know, the other problem is you can't read a story in the paper without that being referenced. I noticed today, and I think it was on page three or four, mm-hmm. when it was talking about the wildfires and, and just things in general. Every story in the last three or four paragraphs has... Talks about how dry it is? Yeah, well, climate change. It oh, says, yeah. oh, climate change is obviously involved. Well, no, it's not. You, you saps, you're, you're falling into a trap because you got to... What, what they haven't learned yet, the reporters and what have, This has nothing... The, the, the push for that hysteria has nothing to do with the climate. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You're a pawn in their plan. To have the 15-minute city and everybody not have a car, we can keep an eye on you much easier that way, and, oh, whatever. Ay-yi-yi. hell with it. <laughs> Pretty damn close to... Uh, uh, Armageddon? We're, we're at t- <laughs> no, 0.93. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 0.94. What's the four? That wouldn't be a tenth. That'd be a That's one hundredth. Yeah, we're one hundredth of an inch different than nineteen than twenty. Right now, we're a one hundredth. Huh? Huh? Yeah, we're one hundredth of an inch drier than nineteen twelve. There you go. Okay. BFD. That's not you know. It's happened before. Don't you wish you could shout that at the TV? It's while you're- re- it's so dry. How, How dry, dry is, is it? NPR has a story on squirrels splooting. Splooting? Huh? Splooting. S P L O O T. Splooting. That sounds kind of dirty. I don't You've know. never heard of. Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> have you heard <laughs> of squirrels? Splooting. I don't know what that is. I think it might be naughty, though, huh? It's not. (laughs) Oh. Splooting is a behavior some animals use to cool their body temperature. So I bet squirrels were splooting in 1912. You, well, it was so dang hot. I bet squirrels splooted the hell out of the 1930s. What do they do? (laughs) Splooting is a behavior some squir- some animals use to cool their body temperature. Squirrels are finding cool surfaces and lying on their stomachs with their legs spread to cool off. And apparently we've invented a new name for that. That's called splooting. <laughs> Think of it like finding the cool side of the pillow when you're trying to fall asleep. 
Sonny Carraro of the New York City Department of Parks and Rec says it's about transferring the heat away from their bodies. They're trying to find a cool space. And if they can put as much of their core body onto a cool space, then the heat is going to transfer from their bodies to the other surface. So in the case of squirrels, you'll often see them maybe on a shady sidewalk or a park path or in the grass just splayed out. They're splooted. What? I've Why never, do we I've have never, to invent? Yeah, we I've never, do I don't think I've seen splooting. No, I don't think I have. I've just either. seen squirrels sitting around. That's all they're doing. And as much as the heat is affecting humans, wildlife are uncomfortable with the heat. When mm. humans are hot, sweating cools us down, but animals that can't sweat have to resort to other behaviors. Dogs pant, birds dunk in water, and squirrels sploot. <laughs> Honest to God in heaven. I bet Sonny's fun at a party, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I just... I invented another name. Splooting squirrels are popping up all over social media. And while it might seem goofy and cute, splooting can be a sign that squirrels are experiencing temps much higher than what they're used to. Climate change is making things worse. Now, the reporter just puts that in there. Just puts that in there. Mm. Kai McNamee. NPR, June 29th, yesterday story. Kai, K-A-I, Kai McNamee. Kai, wh- what's wrong with you? Climate change. Did, cl- gosh, here's my list. Then there had to be a lot of splooting, splooting. in 1894. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just didn't invent a name for it we back then. We just didn't know what to call it, and we didn't have social media. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, uh, splooting. Because all the people who've lost sight of nature, they see a sploot, they see a splooted squirrel, and they think, "What the hell's wrong with that squirrel?" <laughs> so they take a picture of it. The next thing you know, we got to call it something. What's that squirrel doing? It's he's splaying. That splaying doesn't sound right. He's splooting because sploot would get in the cool. Get it? Splaying and cool. Splooting. Uh, okay. Yep. Splooting. Made up. And then we talk about uh, animal physiologist Andrea Rummel, an incoming assistant professor of biosciences at Rice University, says splooting is likely enough to keep squirrels cool, cool for now. But it might not be if temperatures continue to rise. Oh, dun, mm. dun, dun, dun. Boom, boom, right. boom. Even a blind, splooting squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. That, that's, that's, that's the story. We have splooting now. And uh, I, I'm going to keep a sharp eye out for it, to tell you the truth. Uh, I installed the revolving bird feeder mm-hmm. yeah. that... Uh, the birds uh, rarely take advantage of, not to mention not one squirrel has grabbed on there and flown off, much to my disappointment. <laughs> and uh, But I'm going to be looking now for the splooting. Yeah. Oh. In fact, I, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to... Set up a lawn chair. I'm going to just take my time and find some splooting. There's got to be some splooting taking All place. I see squirrels doing is chasing each other around. I rarely yep. see them sitting. They have a lot of fun. You know, animals can have fun. Mm-hmm. Crows really have fun. What do you mean by... Crows can take a... Oh, like the top of a... What's, uh, what's the can? What's the product I'm thinking of? What are those round potato chips called? In a, you know... Uh, Pringles. They Pringles. can take a Pringles cap 
and they they use it as a sled to go down rooftops. Did you really? know that? Are you serious? I've seen I've seen videos of it. Yeah. No. Crows are brilliant. They're playful. They love to screw around. Uh, squirrels have fun. Birds have fun. Uh, animals have fun. This isn't. You're not on the what? air, right? This oh, isn't yeah, no, the no, show. Yeah, this is the show. Oh, Jesus! I've seen a video of a crow with a Pringles cap, taking I'm... the cap to the top of a roof yeah. and sliding down and taking it in his beak and going back up to do it again. I'm 15 minutes late, and you're talking about splooting. 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 Is that what you were doing? Kenny, have you ever heard the term? It really works. I was just doing it. He was I, I've seen them. They used, to do it in my, uh, they used to do it in my yard in South Minneapolis. I've actually seen You've it happen. You've seen splooting. And I thought it was a weird sexual thing. You, you ever seen when a dog drags its butt across the yard of the carpet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. one of those oh. deals. No, it's not one of those deals. Like they're maybe teenagers, you know, no. <laughs> dry humping. Do right. teenagers sploot? <laughs> well, <laughs> depends oh. if you got a pool or not. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't believe I was in such a hurry to get here. And this is what you're Well, you're the only about. person of us four that's ever heard of splooting, apparently, Kenny. I never heard of it. Oh, to be honest, I didn't know that there was a name for it. Okay. But I, I have see. seen it happen. I, uh, I just thought it was squirrels being weird. Okay. It's, it's, it's splooting. And the, the worst. I wonder how they came upon that name. Well, I think it's a combination of splaying and cooling. So oh. it's splooting. Oh. That's my okay. guess. That's my yeah, guess. That works. That but works. but Kenny, seven of the top ten driest Junes on record are on or before nineteen seventy three, and yet we're hectored. Oh, we're hectored nightly and daily about the catastrophe of climate change bringing us a dry June. Yeah. Well, they never put nineteen ten in there, and uh, whatever I had, I had a list. You missed it. It's okay. It's okay. I've heard it before. Yeah. Now go over the whole list again. That's, no, that's I, I, but by all means. I don't think I, I don't wow. think I'll go over the whole list again. Right now I'm going to tell you about my friend Scott Mueller with MuellerMemorial.com. These are, uh, it's a task in life to send loved ones off to the great beyond. And uh, Mueller specializes in turning these ceremonies into a celebration of a life well lived. Once you find out what's involved, it's not nearly as frightening or fraught with anxiety as you might think it is. The Mueller's have been in the mortuary and cremation business for more than 70 years. We're on the third generation. I've grown up with them. I know them. And uh, Scott Mueller, more than anyone I know, is who I would trust in these cases, and I have. Uh, when the need arises, uh, we just automatically turn to MuellerMemorial.com because... Uh, They've turned it into memorable experiences. Uh, in my mother's case, we, we had to have a bar that served old-fashioned. Love that. Uh, <laughs> and there were smokers there, but they did have to go outside. Yeah. You know. But it's, uh, it's, it's not fun, but, and, and he can't make it fun, but he can make it a celebration of a life well-lived. There's no need to, to fear this. It's the task we go through as part of the cycle of life. And Mueller Memorial will take care of you. Go to Mueller, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, MuellerMemorial.com. All right. Kenny, 
Uh, you have, I'll give you your list here. Uh, Maple Grove, DK. Mm-hmm. And Moon Motorsports. You're all set for the week. That's weird going to my hometown cemetery is uh, we're up there for an internment. You look at all these headstones and you go, I knew him, I knew her, I knew her, I knew him, 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 him. It seems like, you know, over half the people planted up there and it's on a hill. It's lovely. Where Peaceful? Yeah, my hometown cemetery. Who Boot died? Hill. Boot Hill. Um, neighbor. How would he be related to me? I don't know. Uh, anyway, he died over the winter. Um, they just stuck him in today. Couldn't <clears throat> dig the hole in the winter. No. Uh, let's punch in. Is that what you wore? Oh, the I was one of the well best dressed. I had this and khaki shorts on. Oh, you look good. Yeah. And I was... I was dressed better than the clergy. That's good. <laughs> I thought maybe he was there to dig or cover up the hole, but no, he was there to read Bible verses and stuff. How old is Oh, 80s, upper 80s. Yeah. Way past your age. Nothing for you to worry about. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Kenny, do you want to do something here? Uh, where are you going next, Joe? What do you got? Supreme Court rulings. All right. Um, yeah, go ahead, Matt. I'm going to hit the bump then. Uh, let's see which one. Let's get this ready. Oh. Um, yeah, go ahead. i got to turn the AC off. I'm ready. I'm still trying. There we go. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. You need 10% off uh, your next uh, or your first Liberty Safe. It's a two-step process. First, click on the Maple Grove Lock and Safe.com. That's where you can link up with the Liberty website and the Liberty Online Showroom. And everything you can order there, online orders only, 10% off. But the real advantage would be uh, if you just stop into the shop, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, meet and greet the owner, Rich, owner-proprietor. Uh, and he's a good guy, a GLer, a good guy. And he can explain to you the in-store progressive sale that they have going. It's one of those deals where you spend some, you make, uh, you get money off, like spend 1900 or $1,099. Why can't we just say $1,100? Yeah. Hell of a lot easier. Spend $1,100, save $100, and then the savings go up from there all the way up to if you spend eight grand or more, you save 700 That's a pretty good deal, and especially considering it's the Liberty Safe, the best safe they made. Uh, they make right here in the United States transferable lifetime warranties. And when you talk to Rich and you do the deal and you shake the hand, you write the check, make sure you get delivery and setup from rich 
Um, again, at Liberty Safe, the best safe ever made. You'll find it at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Let me preface what I'm about to say by saying I bet that kids of color will still be able to get in college. And the irony is I don't know why you would want to. The uh, The academy has failed miserably. And uh, unless you're pursuing some specific discipline, as I've said many times, I, I think kids could do better looking elsewhere. Uh, in any event, it probably is no surprise that I think that the Supreme Court ruling on affirmative action is marvelous. Uh, I want to read something from John Roberts. Eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it. I'll stop right there. He's, he's, he's saying something very GL-like. Eliminating, you can't, you can't pick and choose which racial discrimination you don't want to eliminate. Right. You know, in other words, it shouldn't exist. It, obviously it does, but it shouldn't. The student must be treated based on his or her experience as an individual, not on the basis of race. Many universities have for too long done just the opposite. What's he saying there? You've He's, all attended the University of Garage Logic for years. Let me repeat it. What is he saying? Eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it. The student must be treated based on his or her experiences as an individual, not on the basis of race. Many universities have for too long done just the opposite. What's he really saying? We're all equal. Yes, he's saying that. Quit treating these kids mm. as less than. Mm -hmm. The left has been treating kids as less than for 50 years. What good has it done? Would somebody please explain to me how we're better off as a society? The Mysterians have been treating these kids as less than. Black parents, Asian parents, Hmong parents should have revolted a long time ago and said, quit doing my kid a favor. So why do they fall for it? That's my question. It's a great question. Why don't they, uh, our, our gal um, in Roseville. Um, coffee. Ma, yeah, coffee. Um, Matska. She doesn't fall for it. She and doesn't. she's very vocal about it. But it seems like she's the rare one. The Reverend Christopher doesn't fall for it. You almost, you almost have to think, uh, has this come along too late? Yeah. Uh, th this horse left the barn 50 years ago. And the whole paradigm has been created by which... Black kids believe there uh, should be they should be admitted to universities. Not all black kids, but generally speaking, the the template has arisen that black kids will get into universities because they're black. Why not? Why not? You're admitted to a university because you're a sharp kid. But is well, it too late? Is it? In other words, in other words, the, the the kids of color have been sold a bill of goods for so long that can they recover 
their sense of individuality. Obama, for example, has been no help in this regard. Obama is a, uh, a force of nature who would continue to believe that affirmative action is the way to go when it should not have ever happened in the first but, place, but it did happen because the country was so damn screwed up. Okay, oh, you just answered what I was about to throw at you. It, it, it happened because, in fact, no matter how smart that black kid was, he wasn't getting in. He, he or she, just because they were black. That's right. That's right, the elephant right. in the that, room. That's, that's why it came about. Okay, has it come about too late? Or is that, has it lingered can you, can too you, late? Can you just snap your fingers and tomorrow, uh, okay, you, uh, Mr. Jefferson, uh, you're going to apply to the uh, University of Minnesota. Uh, you're getting in only on merit. Uh, and he might say, what do you mean by that? Well, it means uh, you got to do homework. You got to do your term papers. You got to, we can no longer treat you less than. Is that, is it too late? Well, if it's George Jefferson you're talking about, he's going to buy that college. <laughs> it's too and late, yeah. he's going to give the boot to all the crackers and honkies in yeah. there. Um, yeah, I, that's a good question, Joe. Because well, there is there is not a doubt in my mind, and smarter people than me, like Roberts, knows this. The left has done black people no favors. Oh, he's, they've done them harm. The family's destroyed, the entitlement's destroyed, the dependency's been destroyed, individuality is wiped out. Black people should be terribly resentful that they're identified only as a political class, not as individuals. Now, is it too late? That's, to me, that's what, the problem. What would determine it's too late, What that we... We can't well, reverse this process? Well, the failed academy will fight back. The president of the United States has already uh, uh, poo-pooed this ruling. Uh, the likes of Obama have poo-pooed the ruling. They don't want to let go. The left well, does not want to let go they make, of its... They make good money off of, of it. its uh, uh, Rasp. Yes. Who's talking? Somebody. Right. Well, well, they're coming at it from the angle that it's racist to let this go. Yeah, to, it's to, not. Right. I know. They don't see that. And why do they really see that? Or, or do they really not see that? What are their motives? That's that's what I'm. my concern is. Well, how can you argue with someone that goes to high school... A public high school starts taking college credits. I'm talking about a young black kid that gets it, that understands. I'm gonna. He, it, the world is your oyster. All you have to do is work hard. Well, we we know that, but here's the problem: why it might be too late. The likes of Obama and the likes of Obama, uh, uh, Biden and the likes of the activists. I think they're going to be successful in claiming that this ruling is in and of itself racist. Right, because I think we're going to go way, way, way back in time. Because they and, sold this for too long. Right, and now black kids aren't going to be able to get into college simply right. because they're black. Well, they, no, it's all based, they don't see that it's based on grades and the, the work that it will take to, to, to get that idea across, stop being treating, stop treating children of color as less than the work that will take is gargantuan here's the deal though 
this isn't our, I mean, we can fight for this all we want, Joe, but let's face it, it's, this has got to come from African Americans. Yes. It's got to come from black Americans. It has to. And the failed academy will be no help. Because when we talk about this like this, we're coming off to them as racist asshats. That's what that's exactly. how that's what they're hearing. I, when... I, I agree. I agree. And and the minute I began reading about the decision and thinking about it, I thought, I, I just wonder if it's too late. Oof. The uh, the whole the whole country has been sold by the progressive notion that uh, black people are uh, are innately victims. And, and well, we've never given them a chance not to be. Uh, I think it's too late. I, I guess I'm reaching. You're making the, a ruling. I guess I'm reaching the conclusion that I think, you know, short of miracles, uh, I just think this is too late. I, I don't know what the hell to do, because Roberts is saying the right thing. We got to quit treating people as less than. They're equal under the law. But the children, the the the, the country has such a checkered past in this regard mm-hmm. that. It's really, really tough to bring it about. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Louise. Come on. Man. Is, is it too late because, I mean, there was a hundred years of where they actually were victims. And right. Mm-hmm. We started turning that around in 40 or 50 years, maybe. Well, so, I would say, you know I would I'm, say I'm, I'm using 1973. That's a... a about that's the a, third driest month on record. About a, that's a good <laughs> rand, good random year. I'd yeah, I'd go with that. Well, you know, post New Deal, po, uh, not New Deal, post uh, Johnson's Great Society, and and uh, I I would say, I would say the black family began to disintegrate fifty years ago. So, and the black what, families were a role model for all families in America until they began to disintegrate. They were the greatest tight knit families in America, without a doubt. So, what was what were you going to say, John? What was your point? Well, no, I'm just saying. Uh, Joe says it's too late to turn things around. If it took 100 and well, if you use 73, well, yep. it took more than 100. Then I guess it took yep. 200 and some years yep. to unravel everything. Can we ravel things back together in 50 years? Probably not. You know Probably what I mean? not. So. So, but it take a lot longer. Too late to turn back now. <laughs> I believe, I believe, I believe. But in the last, it seems like we've taken a giant leap backwards in the last th- three to five years. Critical race theory. I, I think BLM. If, I, I do too. And, and I th- and go it's, ahead. It, it's just, it's, you would think on the surface that BLM would be a really, really, really good thing. Turns out it, it's it's not what it says it is. Well, that's yeah, that's up for argument, apparently, too, according to the Reverend Christopher. Here he says uh, it, it works wonderfully. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we did have that debate with him on the national level and on the local level. And mm-hmm. as far as boots on the ground, um, I think he's right; it's working good. But on the national level, we found it's uh, maybe a well, little uh, corrupt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll Especially go down. Leaders. I'll go down in history as always being just terribly disappointed in Obama. We had a black American president for eight years, and we've been going downhill since. I, I think he didn't. I think he squandered. Well, I'll use this analogy. He did the same thing. Remember my story about Melvin Carter should have taken the uh, the misbehaving teenager at the phone store? Yeah. 
and gone to said to the gal, yep. let's go. I want to talk to your parents. Stood on the porch and had a uh, press conference and say to the parents, uh, I'm terribly disappointed in your daughter. You can do much better than this, and so can she. And uh, please take care of this matter. Instead, what did he do? He blamed the police. Well, on a much larger scale, so he squandered his soapbox there. He squandered a chance to be every man, regardless of this color of your skin. And I, to me, Obama never failed a chance to squander, never failed an opportunity to squander his chance. Hmm. Never failed an opportunity. Starting with the uh, cop in Boston who had to be brought to the uh, White House for the humiliating beer session, you know. <sighs> Uh, Obama. Right, uh, right. I remember that. Uh, Obama, just a great, great disappointment when he could have said uh, so many different things. He could have taken the opposite view of virtually everything he came down on. And now the hypocrite has got one of three multi-million dollar mansions and he's continuing to, to lecture us about inequality and equity and all this other BS and climate and just a disappointment to me. I guess that's neither here nor there. I, I'm just saying, uh, I just, I'm afraid it's too late for this ruling. Wow. I, I don't think, I think we'll see nothing but problems resulting from this ruling. We'll see lawsuits. We'll see protests. We'll see campus unrest. All of it unnecessary, but probably understandable. I'm thrilled with the Supreme Court ruling on the woman didn't have to prepare a website for a gay couple if she didn't want to. Now, it's one thing to say gays don't deserve websites. That's not what the court okay. ruled. <laughs> the court just ruled you don't, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. They just ruled that a, a Christian doesn't have to work on Sundays as a mailman. Uh, trans rights are coming up today. I don't know what that one's about. I have a question about Obama, Joe. Yeah. Did he have, for lack of a better term, a privileged upbringing? Absolutely. Because I'm looking at his education. So did his wife. I was wondering about his education, post-high school, Occidental College, 79 to 81, Columbia College, 81 to 83, Harvard, 88 to 91. And I'm just wondering... When he passed, I mean, I, I, I but, think so he's no, a my, bright guy. My question is, he didn't have to fight and scrap and uh, work 18 jobs to get into college and then to live through college and pay for college. That's my question. So, so I'm wondering. But he might have been a subject of affirmative action. That's I, what I, I'm wondering. Yeah. 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 I'd also, and I don't mean to throw... Um, I saw John instantly go to his keyboard, for which I'm grateful. I don't mean to throw the curveball at you, but I'm wondering about Alan Page. Is, is, politically, is he a lefty? Very much so. Yeah, definitely. Very much so. And was his upbringing privileged? I don't know that it was privileged. I'm sure he had the full ride to Notre Dame, but I think Alan, with justification, can... Uh, can look back and possibly view himself as chattel. Because I'm really wondering what his opinion is on this. Oh, I'm sure he's very disappointed. The, the thing that has always surprised me about Alan Page is not that he's a black guy and he made a success um, out of his life. It's that 
he was uh, in the NFL and he made a success yeah. out of his life post NFL. That's right. what to me was always shocking. And color had nothing to do with it. Well, and I also think Allen was lucky. And if I hope I'm right, uh, I think to this point in his life, and he's getting up there in age now, he obviously didn't suffer the serious brain injuries. Right. Yeah. A great inspiration to you know everybody. But he was a very proud guy, and with each passing year, he became uh, prouder and more uh, uh, more keen on uh, the racial movement. I mean, he's a bit like Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron saved every foul letter that was ever written to him, which always saddened me. Uh, Alan collects that stuff. Alan, I don't know that he saved letters, but he... He collects the uh, remnants of yep. of a racist America, you know, yep. colored only water fountain signs and things like that. <laughs> and he, uh, and uh, you know, he has every right to. I mean, he's black, and and he, but uh, no, he. I'm I'm sure he's terribly disappointed in this. It, or at the very, it'd be fun to talk to him, but I don't know if he wants to talk to me about this. He's always. Oh, he's always been very cool to the press. Yeah. I'm not sure he trusts anyone. Uh, well, that's a, I, I endorse that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> trust no one. Yeah. <laughs> trust no one is right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm thrilled with the Supreme Court ruling, but uh, I guess my conclusion is uh, good luck to us all. I think it's too late. Well, that's um, happy Fourth of July, everybody. <laughs> well, I, I wish I didn't think that way, but I mean, how are you going to overturn what has become fifty years of of uh, the belief that affirmative action was the right way to go, and it was all to increase? See, no one, no one ever has accepted diversity as a fact. Once diversity got seized upon as a value, then you could you could make justification in arguing that its absence was discriminatory because you are depriving yourself, in other words, of the value of diversity. So once that was established, it was hard to argue against diversity. Equity is the next key word. It's going it's. Everyone should be able to argue against equity, but it's getting harder and harder to argue against equity because people don't know what it means. <laughs> they haven't taken the time to draw the word equity out to its ultimate conclusion, which means no one can be different. That's what equity means. No one can be different. Well, did, did Roberts say the word? Yes. Eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it. So in one broad brush there, John Roberts is, is, is unleashing a, a massive task on the country. Just a massive task. The student must be treated based on his or her experience as an individual. Equity argues against individualism by its very meaning. Equity can't mean anything except you are the same as the guy next to you. No, I'm not. And neither is the guy next to me. But that's what equity is. So the equity movement is as strong as the diversity movement. Mm -hmm. 
And it's just, uh, it's, it was the wrong road to go down, and it's brought about the mystery. I'm looking for a recent statement, and I'm not finding it from uh, Kendall Qualls. I think I know what he would say, um, but I, I don't see that he's said anything publicly about this. Maybe I think he has a podcast now, doesn't he? He's probably said something on his podcast about it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Say, are you in on the town council takeover? Of Target Field, Friday night, July 21st, the Twins hosting the White Sox. All town council members, you're you're eligible for two free tickets to the game, and we'll all be there. The staff will be there. Hell yeah. The tickets are on a first-come, first-served basis. They're going quickly. Rook, how do you get them? Easy. Well, first of all, you need to be a town council member. Got to be a town council member. And you can sign up and get them right away if you want to. If uh, there's any left, well, if there's I any hate left. to see a, a a six month veteran of the town council lose out to a newbie. Right, right. Well, it's just that easy. You go to garagelogic.com. If you're already a member, you reserve your two free tickets. If you are not a town council member, go to garagelogic.com. Sign up for ten bucks a month or a hundred dollars a year. That's all it costs. And you'll get a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate. Be more specific. You go to garagelogic.com, and then you do what? You click on the Town Council uh, Takeover of Target Field button. All right. And once you click on that button, it slides down, and you get all the information that you need. Okay. Super easy. Because I'm getting emails from people that say, I can't find it on the website. Uh, it's well, right. It'll hit you right. There's a thing there. A Where do I sign up for the free grill? <laughs> Are you guys giving away a snowmobile again? Yeah. Are you still on the radio? <laughs> no, GLers Town Council. Go to the website and then find that tab button, whatever the hell those things are called, and then click on it, and uh, that'll be your path. Yeah. To uh, hopefully acquiring two tickets to the game. We're taking over Target Field. GL's taking it over. Friday night, July 21st. It's going to be don't, a blast. Why don't we come back in a moment? Oh. Fix edit at 19. Hiya. I have a wall with all my favorite hate mail. Mm-hmm. The really, really, really mean stuff goes up on the wall. I don't there's, save anything. There's a really uh, good, you guys probably shouldn't watch because I don't think you'd agree with a lot of what's said. Uh, mm-hmm. Documentary about Reggie Jackson on, mm-hmm. I think it's on Prime. And he talks with Hank Aaron. Yeah. And a focus, a large focus of the hour and a half documentaries about race mm-hmm. and growing up. You know when they grew up, and all the stuff that was going on. Uh, but I'm, it's sure, I'm sure Reggie grew up in shit. Yeah, he well, and he, were, and he grew up in a family that was had money. You right. know what I mean? They they not rich, but they were middle class. Uh, but still went through all the stuff. And and he Hank talks. Did. To, Hank did not. Hank did not. They they talk uh, a lot. Him and Hank. He he went to Hank's house and did an interview with them as part of. Is the Hank documentary. still with us? Yeah, no, he, he died a couple. That's years right. Ago. That's right. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. I mean, if you're a baseball guy, but there's a lot. Can you imagine what um, Jackie Robinson went through? Well, Well, we we do know. Why do you think he died when he was 52? Yeah. (sighs) Of a heavy heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
Miles, Miles, his dad was a dentist, doing pretty well for himself in KC when yep. uh, Miles yep. was a kid. Yep. Yeah. But he still, Miles still got all the hate that every black person got. For the, uh, <clears throat> the bar story where he's out there smoking a cigarette, cop comes up, accuses him of loitering, and beats the hell out of him. Can you believe that? Yep. Unbelievable. That's the elephant in the room, boys, our history. It's, uh, as you, you guys probably know this, I probably don't fully agree on race issues with you guys. Mm-hmm. But not, yeah, 100%. It, it, not 100%? Well, not not even 50, maybe, Rick. But <laughs> it's so, the history is just so. So, 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 so bad. And I don't get it. I don't get it. You look at those kids trying to get into that high school in Little Rock, Arkansas. Ugh. What was wrong with you idiots? And look at the faces. Just let them see, in. See those pictures, the hatred? That just, yeah. Oh, I don't just, get it. Oh, God. Yep. Well, there's and, so and many. Imagine dealing with that every day, you know, if you're black. All, all the stories about the jazz artists that went to uh, Europe, London, and England, they're all the same. Yeah, you know they went over there and they were treated uh, as they should have been, like, like superstars, yeah. and then they got back here and they were just completely shit on, especially yeah. by the city of New York. Well, and treated just as human beings. I kid, anyway. Joe Sushere. Yeah. yeah, play that one, Rook. Rook, actually, play that actually, one. I was actually going to ask about that. Huh? Play that. I'm going to. Oh. I'm queuing it up right now. Billy well, Holiday. Billy Holiday. Just just because she's black. Yeah. All right, ready. Well, how about Sharon Jones? I said, Sharon, are you an overnight success? Yeah, after about 40 years. After 40 years, yeah. Remember that? She yeah. was so kick-ass. God, she was cool. Kenny, you can give me something, PK. She's looking at us and Marjorie, and we're oh. like, oh, God. Just hang in there, Sharon. Come on, give Sharon, it, you can give, do it. Give it time to play well, out. Please and, do it, and it was great. It was. I, mean, I know, but it was. she yeah. had to be thinking, this is the weirdest damn thing that has ever <laughs> she happened to me. She must thought she was in a parallel universe. <laughs> Some kind get of on with these podunk rooms. fair. Jesus, <laughs> these turnips. with black socks on. <laughs> Look at all these white faces. You want me to? What time do you want me to text Pat? Uh, to at ten minutes to one, we're going now to John Height. Okay, ten to one. Twelve. Yeah. It's telling me we need him on at ten to one for a short segment because the mayor has a tea time and he'll get a big <laughs> kick out yes. of that. Uh, yes, he does. What time's he playing? He's got to play golf. <laughs> All right, uh, hang tight. Kenny, you get me whatever you can do there, and then I'm going to... Here we go. Hi, kids. Joe Souchere here, the old fireworks commissioner. Kids, how's it going in school? Let me tell you something. Bottle rockets are to be fired vertically. I've seen a lot of you kids lighting them off horizontally and then scurrying for cover. That's not the way it works. Put them in a bottle, shoot them up in the air. That's a little tip from me, the old fireworks commissioner. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Can I, once again, be the dissenting voice? Why not? There is nothing more fun than a bottle rocket war (laughs) among friends. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get a bottle, a piece of PVC, pick out some hiding spots, and just start launching them at each other. When they rocket off a tree and come right back at you, that'll wake you up. 
That really, what it does is it improves your reaction time. It makes you a better human being. The opinions of Kenny Olson in yes. no way reflect the official <laughs> position you. of Garage Logic. Uh, DK Mags, greatest little gun shop in the metro. They've been with us since the beginning of the GL podcast. They've been on Old Aid up in New Brighton since 99. Great, great staff, experienced, good selection, fair prices, both in-store and on the website, dkmags.com. They can help you find whatever firearm or accessory you've been looking for. It's also a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms. Maybe it's just grandma's little uh, grandma's little purse gun or grandpa's entire arsenal. Maybe it's something you don't want. Sell it, trade it in. DK Mags can help you out there. They can also help you out if you're going <clears> to, <throat> I don't know, you're going to leave the country, uh, you're getting a divorce, need to get the firearms out of the house somewhere safe. Uh, they can store them for you, safe and legal and dry and n- nothing to worry about. DK Mags can help you out on all accounts. Sa- same deal with Monticello Pond and Gun, part of the DK Mags family. Not only do they buy and sell firearms, they buy and sell pretty much anything else. Here's a little tip for you when you go to uh, Monticello Pond and Gun. Go right to the counter. Start looking at their pocket knives. Great place to buy pocket knives. Monticello Pawn and Gun, DK Mags on Old 8. Check them out on the web, dkmags.com. Boy, I just had a sad cartoon ball. Oh, no. What? I'm getting divorced. got to go store my guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. What, are you going to drag them to the hotel room no, with you? No. Hey, do you want a good moment in life before we talk to John? Sure. A bird who is now signing his name, Ambert Soliloquy. He just uh, oh, gone off the deep he end. Went yeah, with, he went with Amherst Willoughby for a while. Now he's Ambert soliloquy. Earlier today, I was bicycling near Lake of the Isles, and I saw a guy under a tree. He was sitting on a bucket noodling on a guitar. There was no one around. I got a wild hair, and I stopped right in front of him, mimicked flicking a lighter, and said, Free bird. He grinned and played about 60 seconds of it, and we both burst out laughing. I wrote off without a word, the end. Improved my day, and I hope it did the same for him. Those are the great little moments during a day, aren't they? Yes. Like you have a random deal like that, and they work. Free bird. Here's John Haidt. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Uh, July 1st coming up, you know what that means? Uh, Yeah. New Minnesota laws. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, boy. Legislature. That's, that's oh, boy. true. Oh, boy. Among the new laws this year, we have the new cannabis tax, a 10% tax. Stop which is right part there. Of the, yes, sir. I'd, when I fetched the papers this morning from outside, yes. they distinctly smelled like weed. Well, a little morning wake up. That might be your guy, uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wake and Bake. Yeah. The 10% tax, which is part of Minnesota. seriously, can you blame him? I mean, he's delivering papers at 1 in the morning. No, it was about 8 in the morning. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So never mind. (laughs) (laughs) The tax is part of Minnesota's new marijuana legalization law. It'll apply to all cannabis products, whether they're derived from hemp or marijuana, once it's legal here in Minnesota. Uh, other stuff, students that, attending. I'm sorry, John, I yeah. really am interrupting you too often. Sure, I apologize. No, that's fine. Is marijuana legal tomorrow? Is it July 1st? Is it, is it tomorrow uh, or August? Uh, I thought it was August. I it's August. I saw it too. And I, you can't sell it, I don't think, for another year, correct? I yeah, it's a, a year or two. I'm looking for I I what I did. people are using it, however, already. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, and that means growing it too, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can just start growing it in your uh, living room. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. 
students attending public elementary. Just like Grandpa Red did on the warship. Stay away from those weeds. (laughs) (laughs) Students attending public uh, public elementary, middle, and high schools will now be guaranteed a free school breakfast and lunch every day. The new law provides free meals to every public and charter school student in the state, regardless of family income level. A new college tuition assistance program for Minnesota students whose families make less than 80 grand annually becomes law on Saturday. It'll officially start awarding money to students in fall of 2024. It's expected to serve 15 to 20,000 students in its first year. Boat registration fees are going up by 56 to 151%, depending on uh, what kind of watercraft you have and how big it is. Legislature imposed new restrictions on when a judge can issue no-knock search warrants. And judges now may only sign off on the warrants if a search cannot be done while the premises are unoccupied and if the occupant poses an immediate threat of death or injury to officers if they were to announce their presence prior to entering. That's a, that's a short list of many, many things. That we you, you shouldn't have to have, you shouldn't be forced to display your registration if you have an antique boat. You shouldn't be forced to paint numbers or stick put stickers on the bow of your boat. I have many times. It's painful to do, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It sucks. A man is facing charges for allegedly recording men inside bathroom stalls at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Yep. After officers found videos taken over several months on his phone. Yes. 36-year-old Michael Lamar Maceda Tapia is charged with 11 counts of interfering with privacy by installing or using... A syrup, oh, I hate trying to surreptitious. say surreptitious, thank you, device, all gross misdemeanors. Police first got a report of a man who was taking pics under the bathroom stalls in the men's bathroom below gate E2 at Terminal 1 at about 9.30 in the morning on February 16th. I'd let him pee on my iPhone just to see where it came from. Oh, please. <laughs> wow. Jeez, Matthew. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. See, there was that editing again. Uh, I love it. That Not even, I wouldn't even say that. Any, man reported it. he went in to use the bathroom. Wow. He saw there were three stalls, and the middle one was occupied by someone else. Uh-huh. That's the old middle one, yeah. After yeah. Going, by design. After going into one of the open stalls, the man saw a cell phone under the stall that appeared to be trying to take a picture or video of him. God. <laughs> Never mind the cell phone. Uh. So he went to use the other stall. And the phone was pointed at him again. The oh. complaint says that the man, quote, found it out. Let's do the next story. Oh, okay. We'll move along. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, guy, no, did, he, did he justify it? Was Did he quote it at all? Uh, no, you they, don't have to be so excited about this story. Police questioned him. He first denied, then admitted to having more than 10 videos of men using the bathroom on his phone that he said he keeps for himself. Police then confiscated the phone and got a warrant to search it. Well, who Who decided it was a good idea to line up? three, four, five toilets, and then put dividers in that don't go all the way to the floor. Right. Yeah. I need a sealed, and I don't want to even hear somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Police found 143 videos of men using the employee bathrooms at the airport. I didn't know we had special bathrooms. As I said when this came up the other day, there's just some things I just don't understand. A lot of things going on out there, Joe. Is that what you're it really is. From the Star Tribune, a new doesn't food... it doesn't it, Joe, seem like you just become a lesser of a human being after hearing some of these stories? This is stuff that I was really happy not knowing. 
really happy not knowing any of this existed. And now I just feel like I'm just a little less than. Every day is a gift, Kenny. <laughs> That's why we call it the present. Wow. From the Star Tribune, a new food pantry opened in Houston this week named Feeding Our Future. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> that, of course, is the same name as the Minnesota nonprofit at the center of the quarter million dollar fraud scheme that federal prosecutors have said was one of quarter the biggest billion dollar fraud. A billion, scheme. Yeah, you're yeah. correct. Did I say yeah. million? Yeah. Yes, quarter billion. One of the largest pandemic related fraud cases in the country. Uh, there is no connection between the Texas Food Pantry and Minnesota's Feeding Our Future or any of the 60 people who have been charged in the case in September. The shared name is a total coincidence, according to Angelica Kaufman, a spokesperson for the Houston Housing Authority, which started that food pantry. The last video store in the Twin Cities is closing up shop. After nearly four decades, Video Universe in Robbinsdale shuts its doors today. A universe of movies. Those were played in the VCR? Yeah, I think well, so. No, they, they still have DVDs, Joe. Oh, do they? I mean, okay. DVDs, whatever. Owners, oh, even DVDs are away the past. Owner, whole wall of them right there. Yeah, it was so pleasant having DVDs. I loved it. Owner Scott Pross says streaming services put him out of business. He said, I think it's pretty much clear that streaming is the way it's going. A lot of longtime customers came back this week for one last trip. He said, it's been very hard. You see more and more people you've seen throughout the years. A lot of people brought their kids in. They wanted to see the video store one last time. Pross said he plans to sell his DVDs on Amazon and on eBay. We'll uh, take a short break here, huh? And uh, we'll have some more news right after this. Rook, I was supposed to break, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we got spots to fill. Okay. Thank you. Hey, a gal on Twitter tweeted you, Such, mm -hmm. a picture of her dog splooting. Oh, yeah? In the cool sand. Yeah. My dog splutes because he gets really dry underneath. He splutes on the rug to try and scratch himself. Well, we have a lot of splooting going on. <laughs> <laughs> More splooting than we ever knew about, huh? Right. I never knew it. I never knew it. Well, just popping in a spotsy here, Potsy. Dee dee. dee. My nickname was Potsy. <laughs> Kenneth, um, how about Moon? I can do that. Okay. All right, then let's bump back. Pat's fine for 1250. Here we go. Uh, let me get this. I'll find one that I haven't played yet. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> well, they're all in Reaver's email, right. so. I know. Okay, here we go. Tears for Fears. Oh, I like that one. It makes me want to do this. Yep. Slow motion running. Right, here we go. Hi, here we, you cannot stop here him. Here we go. You just make it. I'm going to do it. Can we go, please? Well, yeah, but now i got to go back and get your it. ass together, Matthew. Yes. <laughs> Delete. Roll. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sugeray. Plan it all out. 
These are the things that you like. Ah, this one They sound like they're crying, don't they? I'm talking to you. So come, <laughs> come on. Come on. Please. You need to do a spot here, Kenny, or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moon Motorsports. Moon Motorsports. We all know uh, Moon. Uh, recognized for their amazing selection of all of our favorite off-road machines. They also sell scooters in all sizes, whether it's just for fun around the lake or a different kind of commuting. Maybe you want to drive around the block on your way to work uh, in, in your basement. Um, or maybe your college kid wants to, uh, you know, jump around campus. Just get a scooter from Moon. They've got the right scooter for you. Moon carries the best scooter brands, Honda, Yamaha, BMW. A BMW scooter, how cool would that be? Uh, you can see the entire scooter selection online, moonmotorsports.com. And for you adventure riders out there, I've got a little offer for you. A free set of side cases with the purchase of a new Triumph Tiger 1200 adventure bike. That's helpful. You're going to need them anyway. Moon carries an excellent selection of all the latest and greatest offerings from Triumph. Actually, truth be told, they carry the latest and greatest of 11 different brands at Moon Motorsports. They're just off 94, 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, I do have uh, more news, including Supreme Court stuff, but uh, first I'm going to skip to this story because uh, I, I really, really respected this fellow we've lost a fine actor alan arkin has died oh. and uh, alan could do a lot of stuff comedy drama whatever you wanted he received four academy award nominations won an oscar in 2007 for little miss sunshine he was a member of chicago's famed second city comedy troupe originally and an immediate success in movies with the cold war spoof the russians are coming the russians oh, are coming fantastic in that yeah hmm? More than 40 years separated his first Oscar nomination for that film from his nomination for playing a conniving Hollywood producer in the Oscar-winning film Argo. Uh, he was uh, brilliant, if I may add a side note here, in one of my personal all-time favorite films, 1979's The In-Laws, which mm -hmm. also featured a wonderful performance from the late Peter Falk. Uh, in recent years, he starred opposite Michael Douglas in a very good Netflix comedy series called The Kaminsky Method, a role that earned him two Emmy nominations. He once joked to the Associated Press the beauty of being a character actor was not having to take his clothes off for any role. He appeared, <laughs> appeared in more than 100 TV and feature films. Alan Arkin was 89 years old. Everybody I know who loves movies has recommended Little Miss Sunshine to me, and yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I have good. not seen it. Uh, it's it's a good, good movie. Yeah. yeah, I really need to but watch that one. But you haven't seen The Russians Are Coming. No, oh, God, seen I've that. seen that. In five. Well, I, I think I gave it That's to That's right behind um, where man. they don't, where the West was won. What is it called? The, what? There's one about plowing. South Bend. In the Southwest. North by Northwest. North by Northwest. Yeah. What a bastard. Somewhere up north. You're such a creep. You really are. Really. Have you guys all have seen the in-laws? Have you seen the in-laws? Yeah, which that's just wonderful. Yes, funny as hell. Uh, in that Supreme Court news, now there's a lot of stuff. Joe talked about some already. Uh, a sharply divided Supreme Court ruled today the Biden administration overstepped its authority in trying to cancel or reduce student loans for millions of American Hooray. Americans. It was a six to three decision. Conservative justices in the majority killing the four hundred billion dollar plan announced by Biden last year. The court held that the administration needs Congress's endorsement before they undertake that costly of a program. Good. Majority rejected arguments that a bipartisan 2003 law dealing with student loans provided the authority that the president claimed. 
Uh, the decision Joe talked about a bit already, the Supreme Court striking down affirmative action in college admissions, declaring a race uh, that race cannot be a factor and forcing institutions of higher education to look for new ways to achieve uh, different and diverse student bodies. Justice Clarence Thomas, the nation's second black justice who had long called for the end to affirmative action, wrote that the decision sees the university's admissions policies for what they are, rudderless, race-based preferences designed to ensure a particular racial mix in the entering classes. Justice Sonia Sotomayor, the court's first Latina, wrote in dissent that the decision rolls back decades of precedent, uh, precedents and progress. Both Thomas and Sotomayor, the two justices who have acknowledged affirmative action played a role in their admissions to college and law school, took the unusual step of reading summaries of their opinions aloud in the courtroom. The Supreme Court also ruling a Christian graphic artist who wants to design wedding websites can refuse to work with same-sex couples. That was a six to three vote for designer Lori Smith, despite a Colorado law that bars discrimination based on sexual orientation, race, gender, and other characteristics. Smith had argued the law violates her free speech rights. Opponents warned that a win for her would allow a range of businesses to discriminate, refusing to serve black, Jewish, or Muslim customers, interracial or interfaith couples, or immigrants. But Smith and her supporters had said a ruling against her would force artists from painters, photographers, to writers and musicians to do work that is against their beliefs. Racy? Yeah. What? Yeah. Let's, let's go here. All right. You want to take a break? <laughs> do it, just no, just do up? a story and I'll, I'll call. Do another one, John. All right. Uh, Apple's market cap topped $3 trillion today as its share climbed to about 1%, about 1% to a new high and passed the 190.73 price required to hit the milestone. Apple was the first company to hit a $3 trillion mark back in January, but it failed to close the day at that level. It does have a shot to close there today. That's a lot of money, John. $3 trillion, uh, Yeah. That's more than I have. Yeah, me too. That's quite a bit. And a man with materials to make explosives and an active January 6th related warrant out for him was arrested by law enforcement in former President Barack Obama's neighborhood yesterday. Several sources identified the suspect as 37-year-old Taylor Taranto of Seattle, Washington. Secret Service spotted him within blocks of the Obama home. Taranto fled. Secret Service chased him. He was running toward the Obama home, but was apprehended before he got there. There were multiple weapons and materials to make explosive devices in his van. U.S. officials were concerned because he had made threats during recent live streams on social media against a public figure. Toronto has also been charged with being a fugitive from justice, according to the Metropolitan Police Department. Thank you. Are yeah. we going to hear this song or just go right to Patrick? I don't, I don't know where Reavers has it. Okay, so. let's talk to Patrick because I have a big announcement for him that will be of interest oh. to everyone. Patrick? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Guess who has uh, re-entered uh, our lives? Uh, boy, I can't, uh, the Walker pilot independent. You're very close. You're in the right era and you're on the right track. Okay. Uh, uh, uh what, what's that? Lance Nuance. Oh, Lance. Nuance. Yes. Lance Nuance. Almost the original goofball, wasn't he? Yeah. In Lance, I've invited Lance to join us on a Monday night sports talk sometime in July, the sometime this coming month. Yes. I, well, and there are rumors that we might have a 40th anniversary thing in uh, September. I don't know if you heard those rumors. I've heard. I, I ha- I've heard the rumor, 
uh, at Lance. Uh, remember, we once even did a, a show at his house. <laughs> at his house. Right. And if I remember right, you didn't tell listeners where it was at. Right. And they were oh. trying to zero but in. There was a dead giveaway. It was airplane noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's that's how I found you guys on bicycle. Yeah. I, I think on a bicycle. A yeah. couple of guys yeah. finally, uh, I think a couple of guys did somehow find CR. It, but, uh, CR triangulated the signal, the late you great garbage CR. can list. Yes. Yes. Teddy, that, Teddy, that wasn't as bad as the day we closed the front window at the state fair. If you didn't want to look, and you had to pay 50 cents to come yeah. up to the yeah. side window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. what CR guys we were. <laughs> That's one of my greatest Roycey stories. I don't know if I should tell it, but um, a relative of Roycey's walks up to the window, knocks on the window, and goes, hey! And uh, Roycey goes, oh, bleepity bleep. Now i got to go talk to this bleeper. And he says to me as he's going out the back door, he goes, call me back in here in 30 seconds. <laughs> so Roycey opens the back door, starts talking to him. 30 seconds later, Roycey, come on, we need you. <laughs> that wasn't my brother, was it? No, no. no I, I remember think this. It was I remember this. It was somebody from Fulda. I think so, oh. yeah. Okay. Where I, I just assume that. you're all related if you're from Fulda. <laughs> Pat, I learned two things when the twins uh, were in Atlanta. I learned two things. What? One, twins aren't very good, and yes. two, Atlanta really draws well. Well, they built the new ballpark out in suburbia. Yeah. There's a town basically built around it of bars and entertainment and some office park, and uh, it's uh, you don't have to. I mean, if you're on the other side of town, you're probably smart enough to leave at 2 o'clock before the freeway gets clogged up, and you can go out there and drink and wait for the game. And if you live out there, uh, you know, it's, uh, you don't have to go downtown and fight the worst traffic in America. So uh, they are packing them in. But you know what? Helps to be damn good. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty <laughs> good. Fed for about five years now. They have really got a hell of a team. Yes. When they play the uh, Twins three games, they should win three. I guess. But uh, the, the disgusting manner in which the Twins lost had caused the usual calm Rocco to flip his lid on uh, Wednesday afternoon. And you know what the front office, the see no evil, hear no evil boys did? Hmm. Didn't call it, didn't change a damn thing. To me, that was a plea to get him some new bodies in there. And uh, it it went unheard. Mm -hmm. We still think there's a market for Kepler and Joey Gallo. It's tough, man. They're not hitting, and now they got to face Baltimore, which is having as good a year as Atlanta. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are drawn yet, though. The Baltimore people are, are still very skeptical, but mm-hmm. uh, and I don't think the Twins will pack them in. God, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. They strike out. They're going to set the world record for strikeouts by a hundred. Uh, nobody's ever reached sixteen hundred. These guys are going to reach seventeen hundred. Remember when everybody used to call them the Twinkies when they weren't good? They were the Twinkies. Right. Well, now I'm calling them the Twinks, but the K is capitalized. You know, (laughs) you got to have the capital K. Sure, the strikeout mark. The strikeout mark. They're the Twinks. God, they're terrible. Unbelievable. You're pretty uh, excited about your wild getting a center who scored five goals at Wisconsin last year? No. 
<laughs> they must want somebody who can win a face-off four or five years from now. <laughs> that would be that would be a change. I watched some of the NFL, NFL, NHL draft, and all I know is every kid draft has got the same hairdo. Yes, they do. They do that. Uh, and I, I don't like that hair. I don't like that hair. They got you know the flow. Really they got hate? the flow. You know what I really hate is every newspaper, bleeping TV station, all these jackasses have to do the hair story <laughs> at the state tournament every year. Yeah. What is wrong? It, it, it's like, you know, okay, you've done that nine years in a row. I was sleeping <laughs> at guys in here about doing it, and they said, it gets a lot of hits. Eh, well, have some pride. Don't just... So what? So you get an extra 10,000 hits to make yourself look like idiots doing it year after year after year. Yeah, well, I I did hear one general manager thank Bill Guerin for keeping an open bar tab at some bar in Nashville. I don't know who that was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Bill looks like a guy that uh, would have a cocktail at 2 in the morning and talk a little hockey with people. Yeah. Roycey, you, uh, you had a great piece earlier this week in the Strib about how uh, the Wild can go out there every single night and take a yeah. giant S on the ice, and people will still be more than happy to buy tickets and show up and watch that garbage. As, as far as I'm concerned, you weren't mean enough, but I really <laughs> well, appreciate it. I, me- I didn't intend to be mean. I am paying tribute to their loyalty. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, they got, two years, I'd forgotten that two years ago, they had 113 points and then got taken out by the mediocre Blues. Yep. And they get the 98% renewal. And this year they get taken out by Dallas, the last three, and 95% renewal on season tickets. We are the state of losing hockey is what we are. <laughs> well, that's well, true of every got. sport we have. Well, well. You know what? But people don't get as – you know, I think hockey is a good game because – you know, your bad games, you get beat three to one, right? And then when the, when the Timberwolves get beat bad, it's 125 to 86. And in baseball, and in baseball, it's uh, 14 strikeouts and two hits, you know, yeah, and they yeah. get beat four to one. And they're more embarrassing than the hockey losses aren't as embarrassing as, uh, as, uh, as the other sports, just because of the nature of the game. I think. Yeah, but they are if you watch them. I mean, if you don't watch the game and you see the score, it's like, ah, that's not so bad. But if you sit through three periods in the OT and then you realize just how bad these guys suck, uh, it's it's pretty painful. It, it, it hurts. I think that's, uh, you know, I wouldn't say suck. Two years ago, they were good. Uh, but, I think it might be the yeah. toughest job in sports to put together a team that can grind it all the way to the cup. That is a yeah. delicate, yeah. delicate balance of people. Yeah. And hey, let's face it, it was Las Vegas's turn to win a stand. That's right. <laughs> yes. Like you said, the drought. The long suffering golden nights. Down there in the bottom. Hell, they've only won like fifty playoff games in their six years. They deserve more. <laughs> we got twenty two now after twenty some years. They they only have fifty or so. What the hell? You know? They deserved it too. There's loyal Las Vegas fans who, uh, you know, just keep going out there to watch their team. Hey, you got big plans for the fourth? <laughs> Not a damn thing. Yeah. My wife doesn't like fireworks, so I can't get her to do that. We have no real friends. 
Uh, so, <laughs> you sound like a country music song. You sound all like I, all I got is this beer. Use, nobody wants to use the pool anymore. So, uh, oh yeah. wow! We might get out there in our little floaties and float around for a half hour. I would pay to see that. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I we won't. I won't see you. I won't see you Monday. We're taking all well, next week off. God, we got a uh, we're, we're, we've been a little uh, we've been a little light on the Monday night sports talks lately, but but they, that's okay. I mean, we're gonna make up when we have them. They're really outstanding. That's absolutely it's, correct. These summer hours, for God's sake, yeah, yeah. the ultimate summer hours. Years are even better than I still think. That is your greatest scam ever. Yep. Two hours was too much radio. That's too much radio, that's man. Way we need summer hours. An hour and a half. Yeah. Royce, I still want you to have the pool party where you only invite guys that are C cup or bigger, <laughs> so we don't have to be embarrassed in front of uh, good-looking people. So, suits, you're the, out. Yeah. How about how come these how about these jackasses that wanna wanna tell us that uh, Diet Coke has something bad in it now? Some World Health Organization. Go bleep uh, yourself. I would argue yeah. that it saved your life. It does. You know, I got a little bit of the COVID, and I just started pounding that Diet Coke, and I went right away. <laughs> well, I'll talk to you at some point in the future. All right. Next week, maybe next Friday. See ya. No, Bye. no, not next Friday. We're going all next oh, week. Uh, he's, week yeah, he's got a tea time. We got to go, Royce. Yeah, yeah. See ya. Okay. Yeah. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Love that. All right. Uh, you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. That's what the sure. look was. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Um, <clears throat> Let's put Josh on in here. Boy, um, if you're a town council member and uh, you're about to get on the highway and you're thinking about 694 between 35W and the river in Fridley, mm-hmm. both directions are parked. Really? Is it going north traffic? No, it's crashes that uh-huh. have caused this giant um, jam. If you want a going north traffic jam, you'll find it on both 35E and 35W approaching the Forest Lake split. And I believe that was related to an earlier crash at Highway 8 that has cleared. Oh, oh. Westbound 94 parked between Rogers and Elbertville. Oh, 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 that is ugly. Crash or uh, 4th of July? Yeah, it's 4th of July. They're creeping and beeping their way out of town. Wow. That was one reason I was so angry all the time when I lived down there. Do you guys know how to access chat GPT? No, no, never done it. Well, is it as simple as just googling Chat GPT? I, I'm very, I'm frightened of AI. Did you see Schoonover's note? I sure did. You had a good point. I thought we kind of mentioned that when I asked you that yesterday. I said, "Is it a person or a thing?" And you said, "A thing." And I thought we'd get, do we get any email regarding that? I got an incredible email 
from uh, Scooney's guy, Noah, who used chat GPT, he said, to translate the Apostles' Creed into the Garage Logic Creed. And it did it. And I've emailed Noah back earlier today and said, is this real? Did you really do that? And I haven't heard back from him. Huh. Um, I believe in the garage, the haven of knowledge, where well, the flashlight came. Let's save it for the air. I'm going to read oh. it. It, it. But if ChatGPT did that, we're in big trouble. What's your out time? When do we got to go? I got to leave here at 120. All right, then let me. You don't happen to have Noah's number, do you? No. I'm going to play our last two spots here then. Yeah. One's are alive you, and one's Are you going to read uh, Mike's email? I thought I had it and I can't find it right now. Yeah, neither can I. It's easy to uh, access chat GP, GPT. Did you just do it? Yeah, you just go to chat.openai.com and then you have to make an account. Oh, the Chinese are spying on you, John. You just signed up for, you're doing business with the devil. Are you running with the devil? I don't think chat Because if, if chat GP, either that or Noah is a really, really talented guy. If chat GPT did not do this and Noah did it, yeah, Noah's uh, you know, wasting his time banging fenders. Noah's, he's smart, but he also bought that car from you. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know. Well, he got rid of it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, it's not even available in China, Kenny. Come on. Stop spreading misinformation, you bastard. I, mean, <laughs> I thought I read a headline. Created by U.S.-based open AI. Not available Filling in, in for Chris this week. Didn't I read somewhere? <laughs> I read it in a headline. <laughs> <laughs> read it in Twitter. <laughs> What are we waiting for? Uh, I'm going to do an ad right here. Um, that's going to be in the break because I'm going to put another. This will be a three-minute DVD-bopper. Okay, three, two, one. It's the rookie here, and tis the season. Well, it's not really the season. The season is year-round with Minnesota Masonic Charities. They're online at mnmasoniccharities.org. And I really wish you would visit their website. I've talked to you about um, some of their scholarships. Uh, they've got all sorts of events going on. And just the fact that they are getting the truth of what they do out to the public. And what they do is they help people. They help people that are young. They help people that are old. And they help people that are needy. The scholarships are fantastic. There's way too many to list here in this one-minute ad I've got here for you. And Go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Learn about how compassionate they are, how committed they are, and how capable they are. Yes, in 2006, a bunch of these guys all came together and said, we really have something going here that is good. Well, they took what's good and they made it great, and that's why they want this information about what they do, who they help, and where you can get information. It's a wonderful program, it's a wonderful outfit, and it's great that they're right here in Minnesota. Minnesota Masonic Charities are helping so many people, and you can learn more about this great, great partnership at mnmasoniccharities.org. Let them know you hear it on the Garage Logic podcast. Okay, this is weird, Joe. The email from Mike, wait a minute, was it an email or a text? I thought it was an email. 
I can't. Find oh my God, it was a text. Okay, oh. go to your phone. It's on your phone. Jeez, I thought I was losing my mind. Don't have it on my phone. Mm, I can read it to you. Ready to roll? Yeah. So we got all the spots in. So you better play yeah. the scramble. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh boy. I have I have a, a song too. I can do very quickly for you, related okay. to Mr. Ricey. Wonderful. All right. Let me find the scramble. Where do you think he put it? I would put all the – if it was me, I had everything, the opens and closes all together. Right. Uh, score north. There's no way Noah wrote this. Why would... Oh. Are we? What are we? I'll well, forget it, because I don't have time. Yeah. All right, then I'll just come back with your... Um... Uh, but it's the ultimate scramble. I mean, it's... I know, but we don't know where it is. God, he's such a... Wait, 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 wait. All right, I won't wait, say wait. it. There it is. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yep. Okay, here we go. Hi, kids, moms and dads. This is Joe Souchere, the old fireworks commissioner of Garage Logic. You know, I have great memories of the 4th of July, the cookouts, the warm, sunny days at the beach, and yeah, fireworks, the firecrackers. Here's a few tips. Kids, use a cigarette to light the firecrackers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's easier. Uh, the wind doesn't get it. And uh, remember this too, kids. Never push anybody in the lake who has a pocket full of firecrackers because that just, that just ruins them. These are just some of the things you have to remember uh, on the 4th of July. Kids, moms and dads, have a great time. Uh, this is the old fireworks commissioner, Joe Souchere. And uh, the little kids, uh, let them play with the sparklers. But then uh, watch where you uh, walk because, oh, man, does that, does that ever hurt?
Flashlight King. I had a little downtime after listening to the show, and I decided I would go ahead and ask Chat GPT to translate the Apostles' Creed into the Garage Logic Creed. This is from uh, Noah. I, if this is real, it's. And I emailed Noah and said, Is this real? Did you really ask Chat GP to do this? Uh, we got a note from Mike Schoonover, who was is listening it, to yesterday's show. Is this our Noah? I believe so. Um, are you going to read the creed? Because I, I think I have a, a, a. This goes against everything I stand for. The, the if there is in fact a GL creed, it should be written by you or you and the staff, not artificial bleeping intelligence. Well, I think Joe's point is this thing did this. Yeah, I don't think he's going to abide Have by it. Have you heard this? This is frightening. So it's not something we're going to follow. It's just something. No, you might want to. Oh, although it's Joe. artificial. You're just giving up then. But you want yeah, to hear it or don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, we've got to hear it now. I believe in the garage, the haven of knowledge, where the flashlight king reigns as the mayor of logic. The almighty creator of common sense, he brought forth the wisdom from the airwaves, and in garage logic I place my trust. I believe in the power of gumption, the relentless pursuit of truth and reason, the triumph of intellect over ignorance through witty banter and insightful discourse, garage logic enlightens and empowers. I believe in the fellowship of GLers, the devoted listeners who gather around the airwaves, bound by a shared quest for enlightenment. We tune in together seeking enlightenment using the spirit of garage logic. I believe in the resilience of Minnesota, a land of frigid winters and tenacious spirits where garage logic thrives amidst the snow. Through the wisdom of Souchere and his crew, Minnesota embraces the way of garage logic. I believe in the power of laughter, the joyous camaraderie that permeates the show. Easing burdens and warming hearts, Garage Logic brings mirth and delight, elevating our spirits with every episode. I believe in the promise of goodness, the commitment to integrity and honor, the purpose, I'm sorry, the pursuit of a better Garage Logic world. As GLers, we strive to make a difference, impacting lives through knowledge and kindness. This is the Garage Logic Creed, the embodiment of wisdom and camaraderie. United in the pursuit of enlightened discourse, may the spirit of garage logic guide us always as we navigate the tapestry of life and then he concludes if the show ever needs a chat gpt guy i got you just put out the bad signal huh what the hell that's too much for me i can't sign up for all of that jesus crap. god in heaven huh <laughs> i mean huh so no, i i, I don't lot. think we can't no that's not that's it's good but it's not good it's too much. It's too frightening. I, I, I can't. I can't. We can't per- live up to this. No. Under <laughs> any. No. I think GL is different to everybody. For me, it's welcome to Garage Logic. Have a beer. Don't cost nothing. Yeah. That's my creed. Uh, I hope Noah responds to my email. I wanted to know is this you or did Chat GPT really do this? And maybe Chat GPT, which Schoonover alluded to in a message to us, might be the Antichrist, might yeah. be the beast. When you can have the key to uh, Schoonover yesterday is when he heard that the woman who wrote 
the uh, Sparkle Creed, uh, it, it translated, it tra- what's the word I'm trying to say? She got it off her telephone. Right. Hmm. Right. What the hell's going on here? And here's the deal, and here's why you might be right about this being the Antichrist. I'm at a family gathering this yesterday. This is nice, though. Listen this to, doesn't sound listen, Antichrist. Listen, listen, family gathering yesterday, everybody from the far, far right to the far, far left, we all agree the phone is evil, and we all agree we can't live without it. Can't live your life without a phone yeah. at this point. And all sides agree it's evil. Here's another guy who said he plugged Garage Logic into a Google search and it came up with we were uh, on KFAN and WCCO. So, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> now that's believable. What do you got, John? Well, I wrote a little song because uh, Rook said Royce's uh, thing should be a country song. So yeah, I'll, I'll hurry because I know you're in a hurry. So yeah, My wife hates the fireworks and we ain't got no friends. <laughs> I guess we'll just sit home till the fireworks end. We sleep when the boom stops. The air smells from the smoky storm. Good night, my dearest. I'll see you in the morn. There you go. I was going to do it slower, but I know you're in a hurry. We're out there in our floaties. Only Roycey could make the 4th of July the most depressing day of the year. I don't have any friends. Exactly. I don't have any friends. My wife hates the fireworks. Nobody goes to the pool anymore. (laughs) Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, Florida, from the Traveling Lyman's. It was on this day. Well, this is the last day of June the 30th. In wow. 1888. What do you got? Alexander McDougall launched the first whaleback freighter onto Lake Superior. Wow. And I'm going to close with that one because I want to close on a positive note. Oh, okay. The 4th of July. So you've got a whaleback freighter was launched on this day. In Lake Superior. What are you guys doing this weekend? And nothing. I got no friends. Minding my own business. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Thank you, GLers. Have a wonderful fourth. Fly your flags, all that good stuff. And remember to wait 45 minutes no, after you can swimming. Go swimming after right eating away, kids. To go swimming. <laughs> all right, folks. Quick reminder if you are a town council member, we are going to take over Target Field on the 21st of July. That's a Friday night. All you have to do is go to garagelogic.com and get your free tickets reserved there if you're a member already. If you're not a member already, you can sign up at garagelogic.com and 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year, you can be a member and you can be a really big time insider. If you're looking for another podcast over the 4th of July weekend, well, then I want you to check out Pod MN on your smartphone. Pod MN on your smartphone. Then swing on over to YouTube and subscribe on the Garage Logic YouTube page. Just that simple. Happy Scramble. Happy 4th of July. We'll see you next time. Will you guys help Rook write the uh, description? Jesus, you can't. Can't you wait? No. What did we talk about today? The uh, court rulings. Oh, yeah.
the driest Junes, uh, seven of the ten driest Junes on record are on or before 1973. And chat, GPT, or whatever the hell it is, comes up with the Garage Logic Creed. What was the first one? Court rulings. Dry June. Oh, yeah. Affirmative action. I spell affirmative. Is that one A or two T's? I got it. I got it. (laughs) That was good, John. I love that. Okay, Uh, boys. I mean, the, the, yeah, see you, Joe. Right. See you, Um, I mean, you playing over yourself on the way out. That was really cool. That's actually Dylan's solo. I wrote wrote that and played the chords. He played the solo, How but then I played. In town? Uh, a couple. I I don't know when they're going back. Oops. Party time. Yeah, it is party time. Party. All right, see you, bro. Um. Uh, oh, brother gets out of the hospital. Good, 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 good. We're making progress. Yeah, they weren't sure if he'd get out today. He gets out though. Okay. Uh, what else we got? I should have called him back in here. I should have called him back in here. <laughs> hey, Joe, we need some help. And yeah, come can here, you tell me what this smells this like? <laughs> Does this smell like sulfur? Like Corey Roofs used to say, I know Royce's brand. He always, <laughs> he always knew when Royce had been in there. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> Lord, yikes. Yikes. Yikes All right. Um, I don't need the phone. This next gen. No. <clears throat> Ouch. And remember. Yes, remember. You can sign up at Garage Lock. You just kept going. Next time. Oh, geez, that was really loud. Swing on over to uh, YouTube and subscribe on the Garage Logic YouTube page. That's so cool. Just that simple. Happy Scramble, happy 4th of July. I will see you next time. That's that's weird. It doesn't translate well. I think it sounds cool. Will you guys help Rook write the... Right now. Can't you wait? No. Okay. No discipline. The uh, court rulings. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, driest Junes. Uh, I mean, he is in golf mode. He's out of here. Will you guys help? Oh, my God. It sounds like I'm playing through a wah-wah pedal. That's weird. Will you guys help? Cut him off. Cut yeah. it off after I say. S- I say something about you can't wait, and then cut it off. Okay. Will you guys help Rook write the uh, description? Jesus, you can't. Can't you wait? No, right there. Okay. Talk about. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, let's see. Can't you wait? No. <laughs> yep. No. No. Love it. He's a funny guy, isn't he? Yeah, he can't help it either. He no, he's real. not even being a dink. He has, he's not he has being no, a dink. He has no idea that he's a character. Right. He, he thinks he's a serious human being. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> love, love that description. <laughs> uh, 
Rook, uh, I'm guessing you don't want my timesheet, right, Rook? I'll just wait till uh, Reavers gets yeah, back. Yeah, that's. I filled up mine too. I'm just gonna drop yeah. him and he'll be back. Uh, he's he'll coming in, in right next week. Yes. Yeah. For yeah, I'll just uh, email it to him. Kenny, did you get that note from Ross? We we said we weren't doing a show. Didn't we? I responded rather oh, you did. curt. Okay. I, About next I, week, I was very curt with our friend Ross. Curt. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yep. Got it. So I got a week off. Yeah. I can get organized. <laughs> I always say that and they never do though. And you never do. No. Or I get organized for, you know, four days and then <laughs> right. back back to hell again. How was that drive, Johnny? It was fine, although we had to be at the hospital yesterday at four forty five in the morning. Oof. So and then I had the colonoscopy Tuesday, so I had to be up at 4.30 that day. And then Lori had to be to work at 8 the other day, so I was up. I know you don't care. You're up every morning. No, this I, is falling on deaf ears. I had to get up at 6 the middle morning, so I <clears> got up just awful. That's 12 just hours nothing. of sleep in three nights. And then you driving poor back thing. about God, 50 I... miles from the cities, it was one of these, like, you know. yep. yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I do know that's, that's, yeah, that's brutal. But it was fine other than that. It was fine. And it was only from Fargo, so it's not like it was Bismarck. It was only three hours. What's Bismarck? How far Pardon is Bismarck? What's Bismarck? Uh, Bismarck's about six. Fargo's about three, so. I'm trying to determine, am I courageous and adventurous enough to go up to a race tonight in uh Grand Forks, or should I just go over to Fergus? I'd go to Fergus, but I'm lazy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's World of Outlaws late models, though. They were in Fargo last night, Grand Forks tonight, and then Fergus tomorrow night. It's a doubleheader in Fergus this weekend. Ah. And they put on a pretty good show. Let's see. Well, see I remember what my those. drive time is. Those ads from working in Bismarck, the world of outlaw. I remember those, man. World of yeah. outlaws. Yeah, a real good show. They put on a good show. Let's see, where's driving directions? I thought of you when I saw a billboard about the races somewhere driving to Fargo. What? Oh, well, that's what Kenny's talking about. He always goes to. I don't know where it was, but. Uh, what do they call that speedway? Red River or something like this? It's a two, oh, it's two and a half hours. Two Graham Forks? Yeah. I hate that. Boy, I shouldn't say this. We got any Grand Forks listeners, but I hated that city. I don't. I think I've only been through it. I'm still angry at my parents because when I was 16, they wouldn't let me drive up to Grand Forks in the middle of a blizzard to go what? see Molly Hatchet. God, I was, I'm still angry about it, too. You know why? They didn't want you flirting with disaster. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I'm here all week. Thank you. <laughs> they had, if I remember right, three guitars and two drummers. They did. And that's yeah, what I, I wanted to see that live. That's what I wanted to see live. Yeah. Uh, I never saw Molly Hatch. I did see the band who had three good guitarists, the Outlaws. I saw them, and man, that was killer, the original Outlaws. Not the, not after they broke up. Uh, uh oh, Kenny's thinking. No, I'm trying to. 
I'm trying to think about how old you are and when it fell apart for the Allman Brothers. When did they pass away? Did you ever have the opportunity? I never saw with Dwayne, no, or Barry Oakley. I saw him three times, but it was always after yeah. Dwayne. And then they were really good, obviously. And with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trucks. They were wonderful. Well, well. Yeah. yeah, very good. Holy well, actually, crap. Stacy, the uh, geologist, just sent me a photo of what she's she's sitting on a deck right now. She's probably half in a bag, um, way up north. What a lovely way view! North. Wow. That's amazing, Stacy. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie; my plans aren't much better than Royce's. So. <laughs> Yeah, just gonna stick around and get organized. That's all. I got no big plans. Watch the neighbors' fireworks. Uh, pontoon for me. That sounds like fun. Yeah, and I'm hoping to not do anything on next, a pontoon next week. I don't want to. No working next week. No. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Out there in the open, motorboat. <clears throat> All right, we got everything here. Yep. Wait a second. Oh, Wait. An it's Angie that's at Lake Vermilion. Well, where the hell is Stacy? Angie uh, with the C. I don't know. I have no idea how to say it. Stacy might be uh, on her deck by the river. She's overlooking the uh, Mississippi. M I S S I S S I. In the old levee in St. Paul. Wait a minute. These are all from Angie. 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 Everything I thought was from Stacy was from Angie. Oh my God. I better start drinking. Stacy's <laughs> working. All right. That's enough. All that's right. enough for you. All if right, Town Council. Happy Fourth of July. Yeah. Try to stay out of jail, okay? What are you doing this weekend, Kenny? Yeah. One goal. I'm going to try to stay out of jail. Okay. Have fun at the races. Yeah. He's gone. I know he is. He's gone. All right, Roy. All right, Johnny Cake. I'll week, talk to you. Man. You we'll too, see man. You in a week and a half or so. See you at Ricey's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Town Council.